oh my gosh, there's a freaking celebrity staying at my Airbnb. They left the house so disgusting. They left bottles, like water bottles, full of urine outside. This is so extreme. I can't believe we're, we're saying these. No, please, because I'm, I'm really curious. And also, like anybody else that's in real estate investing, like this is something that they probably don't talk about that they need to know, you know? So you're educating people. So please tell us. And so the police department had recommendations for um, like cleanup companies that come in after that. So we've used those. I'm not going to make my team clean that up, but they clean up like meth labs and like all kinds of crazy <laughs> stuff. And I was okay, like, there is a niche job in everything, right? Guys there really it. is. I take the entire month of December off. Wait, we even have two cats. So I have these, and so many people are gonna be so mad at me for saying this. We're gonna get canceled. Dying right now. <laughs> what did you just freaking say? Hi, I'm Heather. And I'm Shannon. And we are two women here sharing inspiring stories about fearless females to help encourage you to live your life unapologetically. Welcome to the Unapologetically Me podcast. have you here this week. Shannon and I have so much fun stuff to share with you and some stuff that you're actually going to be totally shocked about. So make sure you stick around to the end because there's quite a few unpopular opinions and things you might not actually know about the two of us in this episode. So I'm super excited to dive in. Shannon and I have been talking all about her crazy Airbnb stories and I cannot wait to hear what's going on next. Oh my gosh. So let me just tell you, I, <laughs> I, got a message and it was somebody booking my Airbnb and it was the assistant. And so the assistant um, is like, hi, I'm booking the Airbnb for my boss. And immediately I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a freaking celebrity staying at my Airbnb. And you know, cause when celebrities, like they don't book their own stuff, right? Someone else does. Well, and you're in California, to, right? So it's like yes, we're in California yeah. and we're like two hours out of LA. So it's like a perfect place for celebrities to go retreat and be, you know, private and secluded and no one will bother them. So I was like, okay, I wonder what celebrity it's going to be. And, you know, we have cameras. I don't look at them for like, you know, to, to spy on the celebrities at my house, but you know, it's for security reasons. Anyway, to my surprise, it was not a celebrity <laughs> that came to stay. It was like 12 guys. Oh, this is so crazy. So 12 guys show up. I see them on the camera and they're good looking, like really good looking guys. I'm like, oh my gosh, is this a freaking rugby team? Like staying at my house? Like who are these guys? They're all dressed the same in like these collared shirts. They're like clean cut. They've got their hair done all nice. They're like you know, you could tell they work out and I'm like, Oh wow, this, these guys are so sexy. Like, where did they come from? Who are they? <sighs> you guys, these guys were disgusting for one. They <laughs> broke a window. Okay. Then my, they left, they were there for nine days. There was like 10 of them or 12 guys and there were like no women. So I don't know. It was just kind of odd. Right. Um, cause I'm just seeing this like on my cameras, um, making sure that there's no like shenanigans or parties going on. Uh, so after a while, like I stopped looking at the cameras <laughs> because I didn't want to feel like such a creepo or a weirdo. But um, after they left, there was a broken window. They freaking broke a window, didn't say anything. By the way, the whole time that they were there, there was not one ounce of communication, right? So I was just like, oh, I left fresh eggs for the guests in the, you know, farm fresh eggs for the guests in the fridge and zero response, like nothing. Right. They didn't ask for anything. They were like kind of the perfect guest. So I'm like, Oh, this is like the best day ever. Um, 
And then I find out from my cleaners that like they left the house so disgusting. They left bottles, like water bottles full of urine outside. I'm like, you were in the freaking forest. What are you peeing in a (laughs) bottle for? Like, why would you just go pee behind a tree? Like, what do you, why would you do it in a bottle and then leave it for my poor cleaners? Right. Oh my gosh. So that was, and just like the mess, they left like full food, like a full fridge of food and like food in the freaking bathrooms there was like a box of cereal in the bathroom i'm like what were they doing i do not know what these people were doing but i'm pretty sure there was something weird happening okay Um, this is always my question with airbnb stuff because um obviously i have four kids and we don't go anywhere and it's left clean. There's four kids. Like it's, it's not going to be clean. Right. And we rented this beautiful house in Maine and, um, the woman kind of seemed like she'd never had any family stayed there before, but it was a ton of bedrooms. And when we left, we clean cleaned up, like we didn't like vacuum and mop and sweep, but we threw all the trash away, took all the trash to the trash bins, followed all the checkout instructions. And she sent me these messages after like super upset that it wasn't clean. She's like, my, my cleaner said you destroyed the place. And guys, we, I own like a ton of Airbnbs myself. We did not destroy the place. Was it clean? No, we stayed there for seven days. Like nothing's going to be clean after seven days with a family of six inside of it. So my question related to what you're saying is always as a property owner, can you, when like you're trying to decide, cause I see our mastermind girls all the time. They're like, I want to Airbnb this. And it used to be my primary home. Can you detach yourself from it and not get upset by like, messes and that everything's not perfect because if you walk in and like the window broke is a big deal that's something that you need to be like filing a claim for an airbnb right but it not being clean and like someone's on vacation they don't really want to clean up think about when you leave a hotel room unless you stayed for one night it's not clean i really don't think people should have to take their trash out because you're charging them a cleaning fee right the, cl- the place yeah. I was at had like a $400 cleaning fee. You're like, bro, y'all getting $400. <laughs> you can vacuum and sweep and mop and clean the bathtubs. And like you use an excessive number of towels. You're like, what? You're no. Seven okay. days and there's six people. So what I are totally- your expectations? Yeah, I totally understand. My expectations are very low. In fact, I tell them, please don't clean. We have cleaners. You are paying for a clean. So I don't tell them to strip their beds. I don't even tell them to take the trash out. I don't expect them to clean anything. In fact, I don't want them to because I want them to enjoy their stay and not have to worry about that. That's what a vacation is all about. And I know that people are get very upset about like these big cleaning fees. So our cleaning fee, we have a huge cabin and it is massive and we take a cut, a hit on that. So we only charge $230 or something for the cleaning fee. And we pay way more than that for our cleaners. So we, cause we know people don't like that. Um, but I think that there's certain things that you don't expect. So for me, I expect to, I don't expect you to leave bottles of urine, like water bottles full of urine. Like that, I was surprised. We found dead bodies. So I promise that the (laughs) urine is not that bad. (laughs) Wait, wait, what? You found dead bodies? We've had suicides. We've had people like old people who've died. Like I own almost 300 units. So by the time you like own that much real estate, there's going to be something all the time. So when my maintenance people or my cleaners send me pictures, I'm like, do we know if they're dead? Have you called the police? (laughs) It's like one of my most common responses from like all the different things that, that happen. Like it's just, 
So Always tell me a little bit more about that. How, like, what kind of a message are you getting from your staff? <laughs> Is it like so a I photo? Right. Okay. So the last one that I got was from my RV park that's in um, East Tennessee. And it was a picture of this man who was missing one of his shoes. And he was just like, clearly like dead or passed out or something like right in front of the office door. And so they just sent me a picture. Like, that's all I got. And it's like 1am. And I'm like, does anyone like call the police check to see if he's dead? Um, that one wasn't dead. He was just drunk. <laughs> and like, <laughs> Passed out from the office and lost his shoe, apparently. Um, but we've, like I said, we've had suicides. We've had older people die. And you have to ha bring in a specialized team to clean that stuff up. So wait, uh, a specialized team? So wait, if it's about, a suicide or if it's like a, a natural cause of death, are there different types of things to clean? Like, well, well, think about it. Most of the time, if it's a natural cause and somebody knows immediately, there's not really a mess. So um like that's a different process than this is so extreme. I can't believe we're, we're saying these. No, please. Because I'm, I'm really curious. And also like anybody else that's in real estate investing, like this is something that they probably don't talk about that they need to know, you know, so you're educating people. So please tell us more. Totally educating people. So we had, we've had two different people commit suicide by shooting themselves and the, obviously we call the police. And so the police department had recommendations for um, like cleanup companies that come in after that. Um, so we've used those. I'm not going to make my team clean that up, but it yeah. was, yeah. Yeah. I know there's like a specialized, um, like clean, like special cleaners that do that because I saw someone on TikTok and that was like very fascinating because they were talking about like, they don't just clean up suicides, but they clean up like meth labs and like all kinds of crazy <laughs> stuff. And I was okay, like, there is a niche job in everything, right? Guys there really it. is. But I'm kind of curious, like, what do they charge for like a suicide? I don't even cleanup? remember. I can't even remember. And, it, um, Again, this this sounds so cold-hearted. I don't even know how to word some of these things. I'm sorry. I know. I, I just want to tell our listeners, I'm really sorry if like we sound disconnected. We obviously care deeply for anybody that has had somebody that has dealt with something like this. I know I have personally have had family members commit suicide and it's very sad, but I think we're thinking more the business behind it. And so we're able to kind of like compartmentalize like what we're talking about. So please don't... Uh, take what we're talking about like as being cold yeah because i don't mean it that way at all it's yeah but the reality is though when the family is mourning and going through their process of what's next the business is going through what are we going to do we've got hundreds of people here and you don't want any more people traumatized by it or exposed to that we got little kids running around everywhere um and so Luckily, I don't even know if it's the right word to use. Um, the last one that we had was inside one of the bathrooms of the bathhouse. So we were able to lock the door until the team came in to clean everything up. And obviously the cleanup's easier when it's inside because our bathhouses are tiled um, like floor to ceiling. So a much easier cleanup process than if it were like in a cabin or something like that. But all of the things that you deal with as a property owner that you don't think about when you're just making your decision to buy your first deal, it's, it's 
kind of sky's the limit on the thing. It's I always tell y'all it's controlled chaos that we're dealing with and it's truly <laughs> controlled chaos because it's always something that you don't really know that you're going to be dealing with. And with that comes a ton of burnout. Business mm. owners, you know, because you're dealing with so many different stressful things. Like I've already gotten 23 text messages since Shannon and I started recording 12 minutes ago because there's something coming from every direction. So Shannon, how do you deal with burnout? You know, it, that is something that I feel like so many people are struggling with right now. I've talked to so many people that are just like, I'm so burnt out on everything that's going on. It's just too much. I think like we take on so much, especially in today's like culture and society. Um, and so, yeah, I... I can relate a lot to that. For me, I take what I call mental health days and Heather knows because I've asked her for a couple. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, you have to take a step back and realize that your mental health is really, really important and you're not going to be able to be successful and, um, and do a good job in your business, um, or for your family, if you are overworked and burnt out, you know, no one wants to be around somebody like that. It's just not a good, a good vibe. So yeah, I take mental health days and I, I try my best to not work, even though that's really hard for me because I love what I do. Um, but yeah, I'll just kind of try to watch Netflix and binge watch like a TV show, which I never do. Um, it's kind of that mind numbing, um, activity. So I do a couple things. So I take the entire month of December off, which is coming up. And, um, I love December anyway, because with four little kids, Christmas is so much fun and we actually start decorating the first week in November. So really soon, I know that's totally crazy. And we're going to get a bunch of haters that are like, Heather, it's not even Thanksgiving yet, but I don't care. We start decorating like the first week of November and I take the whole month of December off, spend it with the kids and cook and, um, really just focus on my family. Even from a standpoint of if you've been following me for very long, you know, I'm an avid reader. I'm constantly reading like two or three business books and self-help books and like learning different topics in the month of December. I read some really dumb, juicy romance novel. Last year, it was about some mail order bride from Alaska. <laughs> I remember you telling me about that one. Yeah. I, I, I even like what I'm reading is like a brain, a brain break and totally taking the month of December off. And it kind of sets me up to be ready to hit the ground running in January and ready to like start chasing those goals again. But everyone needs that break and you got to figure out what that means for you. Cause I, I totally acknowledge that not everybody can take a whole month off. I didn't used to be able to take a whole month off. But that's the whole point of building the types of lives that we have is so that you're able to do that. And Shannon, I saw that you're launching your social media course so that some people have some more flexibility. Yes, I think that that's something that I, f I try not to take for granted. The fact that you're like, oh, I'm take the whole month of December off. And I'm like, that's actually a great idea. I think I should do that. And, I, and then I have to think like, oh my God, most people that are listening right now are like, gosh, I wish we could do that. You, you know, must so be nice. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah. you know, this is the thing. I, and I, and I really hope that anybody that's listening that might feel a little bit of jealousy come out or like, um, you know, have those feelings. I want you to know that if we can do it, anybody can. And I think that that's something 
Yeah. And I think that that's something that people forget is like when you see someone else doing something, that just means that it's possible. And if it's possible for them, it's possible for you. And it's one of the big reasons why I wanted to create my social media course. And I was telling Heather about it earlier. It's called How to Become an Influencer, but it's not like what you think as far as like, oh, I'm going to take these like glam shots on my travels and post them for people to see. It's more of just like being able to have that time freedom, you know, that like that Heather and I have and that we're able to travel and we're able to do what we love and make money doing it like that. I think that's the best thing in the world is to like wake up in the morning and have this like little fire inside of you and to be like excited for what you're about to do for the day and you're getting paid for it. Like it doesn't get any better than that. So I basically created this course where I help people take their passions and turn them into profit and show them how to, to take their business and grow it even more on social media so that you're able to be able to work with brands or you're able to be able to make a lot more money um, and reach a lot more people. Um, have you heard the quote, Heather, that says, he who controls the media controls the mind? Yes. Jim Morrison. It's like the best quote ever. And it's so true. And nowadays, like we skip ads on YouTube. Like no one is listening to commercials. No one's listening to radio ads. Everybody is marketing through social media. And if you are not on social media nowadays, you are just missing the boat. That's just kind of like everyone needs to be on it. And, and this is just where the world is going. So that's why I created the course to help people be able to have the lives like Heather and I have now. And Shannon, I'm sure like me, you get so many messages on social media. For me, mostly, most of my messages come through Instagram and they're, they're, I would say if I could come up with 10 questions, it's the same 10 questions every time that people need help with and they want to do this, they want to do that. And it's, it's, people get frustrated, but it's really hard because we get some, some days it's 10 messages. Some days it's 2000 messages from people who need help and we can only respond to so many people. And so yeah. pretty much the only way to help everybody is to be able to like pre-record whatever those 10 questions are or top 10 things you would do or tell somebody how to get started and, and provide them with a course. Cause otherwise you're just, you can't keep up. Yeah. It's so hard. And so I think that that's exactly right. And that's why we did the course, but it teaches everything from like how to create your own personal brand and, um, to editing a video, how to set up lights, what kind of lighting and equipment to get. I always get that question. Like, what am I supposed to buy? Like even Heather the other day, she's like, what tripod is good for traveling? You know? And it's like, <laughs> it's all there. All the things that you would ever need is all there in one place. You know the funniest amazing. thing? Because some people, when you say like, it teaches you to edit, they're like instantly like, Oh, I can't do that. I am not a computer person. And the funniest story about that, Shannon taught a um, session for my mastermind women a couple weeks ago on um, how to edit your videos really easily and quickly and she uses a certain app. And so my eight-year-old son is obsessed with posting his cat on YouTube <laughs> and his video games that he plays. And so he has downloaded that app and is obsessed with using the app that Shannon taught everyone to use. So if my eight-year-old son can figure out how to edit his videos with that, you can too. So Shannon is so great at teaching all of that stuff. And it's so, I don't want to word it as like dumbed down, but no, it is it's like, it's such a basic anybody. level. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Cause that's how Even I learn. I can only, no <laughs> we keep talking at the same time. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Neither one of us clearly are rocket scientists or we're qualified to be at any point in our lives. So, um, if we can figure it out, you can too. 
Yes. Speaking of that, the retreat is next week, um, which I'm so excited about. I get to see you in person. We're going to be recording some podcast episodes while we're there. But the retreat is in Scottsdale this time. Um, For those of you who haven't heard us talk about this, I host women's retreats a couple times a year. And they're so much fun because they're this like perfect mix between a conference where you learn all this information and a girl's weekend. Because most of the women that go are pretty entrepreneurial focused. So they're not like, sitting by the pool and drinking margaritas all day while they do that for a little bit. It takes them about 10 minutes to start talking about some kind of new business or how do I do this or how do I do that? So we've created these retreats that are like this perfect mix. And I'm so excited for Scottsdale because this time we're staying at a beautiful luxury resort called the Scott. So I can't wait to go. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. And your retreats are literally the most fun. I I always get really nervous, like going around a lot of people. It's kind of like funny because I do social media, but I get really scared to like be around other women. And I don't know what it is that you do to like create this like vibe and energy and ambiance at your retreats, but like everybody's so nice and everyone's so supportive and you go there and you don't feel like it's the first time you're meeting. You'd feel like you've been friends for forever and you make friends with people there And it's just like such a cool environment of like feeling like you're hanging out with like all of your college, like sorority friends, but also like learning, right? It's like, but it's like, nobody's like this mean girl vibe because I, when I first created the group, that's what I kept experiences. I was going to these things and there was a certain group of women kind of in our real estate niche and they were just kind of mean and not inclusive. And we're like, okay, no mean girls allowed. We're going to figure out how to like truly be nice to each other and celebrate each other's victories and wins and like share the information that everybody needs. So they have morphed into something really fun. And when we were planning this one in Scottsdale, I've had a really hard time coming up with activities for us because we were in the Keys in January and we did this really cool boat cruise um, around the Keys. And then we were in the Smokies in, I think it was May. And in the Smokies with this beautiful waterfall hike. And I'm like, okay, how do we type like a boat cruise in the Keys? top a boat cruise in the keys and a beautiful waterfall hike and everything I look at in Scottsdale is like hike around this deserty hill <laughs> like it's not like amazing and I'm probably gonna hurt some people's feelings but it's not like these beautiful waterfall hikes like we had in the Smoky Mountains and so um I did a poll and asked the girls if they would rather be dressed up or in their pajamas and everyone voted for pajamas so we're doing Heck pajama yeah. karaoke <laughs> And we're doing painting and all kinds of stuff for our like girls weekend activities. I'm so excited. I am so excited too. It's so much fun. I always like really, really look forward to them. And the girl, Shannon does like short form video content with all the girls. So there's like 20, 30 girls creating reels. You do such a good job with those. That's always so fun. Yeah. We, we do a lot of content while we're there and I teach in like at the retreats for people are like, I don't, I could never do editing. And I literally show them on their phone, like a free app in like less than 10 minutes. They've learned how to like, you know, I've taught them how to create, um, reels and now they're doing it. And, um, one of our mastermind girls like went viral after like the retreat of me, like talking to her and like coaching her a little bit. So I love doing she that. With a couple all the million views on that video. I think I, I can't know. remember. I never looked at it again, but it was a couple million once I was looking at it. Yeah. So it's super fun. I love coaching like in person and, and helping everybody out with that. It's super fun. 
I don't remember um, what our other thing is. <laughs> oh, um, so I have a question. This is like so random, but I'm just going to ask you. So I see you and I see this like really successful, beautiful, like mom of four and you run all these businesses. And I'm like, how in the world do you do all of these things and cook from scratch at home and for dinners? And like you, you just look like you have it all together and figured out like, do you have like oh a whole gosh, team? I don't. You? Like, can you all hear the baby crying right now? <laughs> and the kids have piano lessons. I can hear that in the background. I've been trying to finish remodel my office forever. You see my like outlet yes. hanging out of here because I need to hang the wallpaper. can also see like the, the guy out the window here. He's repairing my pool heater. <laughs> like, So my point with telling you that is it's like freaking controlled chaos. And there yeah. is always something in. I'm going to be honest with y'all. Sometimes I just want to be a housewife. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. And, <laughs> um, but um, I am the income provider for my household. So being a housewife isn't exactly going to work out. Um, and in all honesty, when I had my first child, I tried that. Um, actually, before I had her, I tried it. I tried sewing. I tried knitting. I ran marathons. And I was so freaking bored that that's how I bought my first RV park. I was so bored. Um, and my ex-husband, um, thought of it as my hobby because I needed something to do. And it, it honestly was this huge blessing that spiraled into this giant real estate portfolio that I own now and has given me the financial freedom. But I have so many days where I'm like, dude, I only have like 50% debt. So I could totally <laughs> sell everything and move to an Island and talk to no one ever again. And then like, 20 minutes later, I'm over it and on to something else. But I mean, I'm like everyone else. I have moments where I don't want to be doing it. Um, I got one of my kids who won't quit calling each other an asshole right now. And I'm sure they <laughs> learned that from me. <laughs> um, you know, it just, I'm just like the rest of y'all. I just have a few extra kids and they're homeschooled. Yeah. So you are human like the rest of us. 100%. I mean, it's kind of like when you're posting your daughter, oh, like no. drawing markers all over the new couch. And like, you I think your daughter for a second. That. I think I lost you. I was, I was saying it's kind of like when your daughter draws all over your new couch with a marker. I remember you posting that. Like, oh, yeah. all of our kids are the same. Like, it just, it's part of yeah, it. Yeah. And I feel like it's so important for me to post, like, they go out of my way to post things, like when my kids draw all over my couch or something, because sometimes people will ask me, like, you know, how do you do all these things? Like, where do you have time for this and have kids, you know? So I'm glad I think to know that like, you're human. I keep sharing with you all my mounds of laundry. I had a housekeeper who came like three days a week and she moved a couple months ago and I haven't found a replacement for her. And like my house just looks like a bomb went off right now. I do not have it all together. Yeah. I love that you share like all that relatable stuff because it makes you feel like human, you know? So I know that you've been traveling around in your camper and you've started renting out the house that y'all were remodeling. What's next for y'all, Shannon? You know, we are looking to buy a home to kind of like uh, have roots. So like we're looking for another primary house. I just like you want to be like on an island away from everybody and not have any neighbors. <laughs> so I just want to be like private and secluded, like on a hundred acres somewhere. So that's what we're looking for. I literally hide from my neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> my neighbors are so sweet, but like, I just, I don't know. I think because I'm online and I share so much of my life, like online that like in real life, I want 
some privacy, you know? And so that is my way of having like my little corner of privacy and seclusion. So what's your husband like? Is Travis that way or is he social and outgoing? How do you mix that together? Yeah. So he's definitely social and outgoing. He can talk to you for like hours and never stop. Um, I am really kind of shy, much more shy in person. So like on camera and like online, I'm way more, uh, it's like social, but in person I'm, I, I'd rather just stay home honestly and just like work. <laughs> I'm a hundred percent the same way. So we, I recorded a course for, um, one of my friends the other day for something she's launching and the video guy had been setting up in my house for like 30 minutes and I was super quiet and then we started filming. And he's like, Whoa, you were like a totally different person when we turned the camera on, but I'm the same. I just want to stay home. And my husband is super social. Like he would have people at the house all the time and he wants to talk to everybody we see. He meets every neighbor and it's an interesting mix because it's really tough to understand each other when you have that different of needs. And my in-laws were here for like two weeks from Asia. And then I went straight to a conference where I held an event with like 400 women. And then the day I got home, I had another visitor. And the next day I hosted a dinner party. that was a murder mystery dinner for like 20 people. And so I told my husband, I'm like, no one can come visit until 2024. I'm not talking to anyone until next year. There will be no more visitors. Like it just, I can't do this. Like past my visitor quota. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing your month is coming up for your, your <laughs> settling down era. Are you going to be posting on your uh, stories and online about you decorating? Cause I really want to see how you decorate your house. Of course. I think um, it's another thing when you have kids, you have to let go that like you have this beautiful Christmas tree, like before you have children. And then once they get a certain age and they want to help you decorate, you just have to let it go because the fun and experience and memories that they have of decorating the Christmas tree is worth way more than you having like a, mag a magazine cover Christmas tree. Yep. And like, I'm just, and like, I know some parents are like, Oh, I'll give them their own tree in their room. And like my kids don't, that's not, that don't happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, your kids are a little bit older, so they're going to want to like do that. And I think that that's special. And I think that that is like way more beautiful and magical to see that than it is to see the, you know, HGTV Christmas tree. Oh, should be old enough now to help decorate the tree. Oh yeah. She'll climb it. She'll climb it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we even have two cats. So I have these, and so many people are going to be so mad at me for saying this. We're going to get canceled. Um, I have these like shock pads. <laughs> <laughs> and you like buy them at PetSmart. They're made for cats. Like I touch them. They're not that bad. <laughs> but you put them on. I'm dying right now. <laughs> what did you just freaking say? <laughs> you have like electric shock pads that you put under the Christmas tree so the cat doesn't climb the Christmas tree. <laughs> Can you add them to your Amazon storefront? <laughs> I'm sure Amazon has them. We got them in the pet store a couple years ago. <laughs> I think I have snot all over my face. That is hilarious. Oh my gosh. This is the only way we keep the cats out of the trees. Like, I mean, that's kind of genius because the cats will pee. So like I had a cat that literally peed on our Christmas tree skirt every year. And I told Travis that the cat was Jewish because he peed <laughs> and always wanted to pee on the Christmas tree skirt. But I didn't know they made that. They make that, and I'm sure like some really 
happy animal people are going to be really mad at us for that. But I don't know how to keep the cats out of the Christmas tree. They would say I couldn't have the Christmas tree, but like, whatever. That is, does, so does it work? Yeah. Yeah, okay, they, it's kind of, well, okay, let's compare it to this. It's kind of like people who use the collars for their dogs that yeah, have the, the buried fences or whatever. It's kind of the same idea. The dogs get close to it once or twice, and then they don't do it anymore. They learn the boundary, and it keeps them from getting run over and dying, right? So this works the same way. They climb yeah. the tree, tree they're going to die and catch the house on fire. So <laughs> they touch it a time or two, and then they're done. That's amazing. I did not know that that existed. Thanks for enlightening us with your... <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Let's not talk about that anymore. Maybe we should edit that out. <laughs> no, no, please don't. Please keep that in. Oh my gosh. Okay. Anyway, we don't we want our listeners to be the ones that are like us, that are like, oh my gosh, we need to buy that. I told y'all we were gonna share personal life stuff that we don't normally tell people on social media. <laughs> exactly. This is like talking to your best friend. This is just, you know. All right, you guys, I think we're gonna end today's podcast here because I <laughs> think a little much. Um, but I would really, really, really love if you guys would be able to leave us a review if you did enjoy this and tell your friends, share it with your friends. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for watching. It's okay to be unapologetically yourselves. We are, and you should be too. Hopefully this episode inspires you to talk about things that you normally wouldn't. Thanks See for watching. Bye.